Funko Pop. <laughs> Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars helmets. Um, yeah, real girl dolls on the bottom. And, you know, a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I will miss these Zoom calls whenever they quit happening. Yeah. Or maybe whenever I just quit doing them. I don't know. I will miss them for the for the muted and non-muted <laughs> sections where sure. it makes it possible for someone to enter the room by saying Funko Pops. <laughs> like that just doesn't happen in real tactile life. You don't walk in, you don't open a door and say Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Because <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Well, actually, I'm planning on uh, when we, when my wife and I have children, that's the only words we're going to teach them mm-hmm. is Funko Pops. Yeah. So yeah. that will be their their reality is entering yeah. rooms and saying Funko Pops, yeah. and that means I'm hungry. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Good evening and welcome to Stab, the show that somehow managed to shove itself into its own locker every week. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist has self-published six books of classy, tasteful photographs of the wicker furniture of the Midwest. He's the co-host of Warm Takes. It's Corey Berenger. Our second panelist is going to tell you about 14 crazy new 2021 fall trends, and number 11 is going to piss your pants. He's one half of King's Talk. It's Cameron Schmidt. And our third panelist invented a boxing glove that apologizes profusely anytime it comes in contact with a face, and the world of punch fighting is very interested. He's Stab Show's super favorite. It's Jordan Gannon. And I'm your host. That, that, that intro was way too long. I got to dial it back. I got to dial it back. The song ended like four minutes ago. <clears throat> I'm, your, <laughs> I'm your host, Jesse Jones. 99% perspiration and one more percent perspiration. Welcome back to the Stab Show, everybody. Uh, just step around those pizza boxes. I kind of live out of my podcast. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Corey, hey, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how are you? See, I don't get to write as much oh. for the show anymore, so I'm, I'm writing my my part keeps getting bigger and bigger, and that's a that's a mistake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey there. So yeah, we were talking we were talking in uh, one of several pre shows about the return of uh, warm takes last week. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's that's Emma Haney and I's. Uh, um, set list ripoff um that we do um it's uh but it's it's better than set list sure because we actually get to talk to the comics as it happens uh-huh. um that's the fun show where we uh we we have a comic go up and do a couple minutes and then we start spitting random topics at them and let them riff and then there's some kind of banter it's a really fun show and uh we did it for uh i think about a year prior to the pandemic yeah. right i think Something just like about I, I think around there yeah. So, uh, and we stopped doing it for a year and some change. So we were thrilled to bring it back and it was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to do it next month. We have an amazing lineup set up for oh, next month. Too. So good. Yeah. Uh, and the audience was thrilled to have it. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of folk that I don't think one had been here before or two 
<laughs> some of them, I don't know that they've been to comedy shows. So that's a nice, uh, that's a nice yeah. introduction <laughs> for I'd people. No, a little more unique than just you know, yeah. here's fifteen comics that are terrible. Yeah, like a lot of times that's someone's first experience with live comedy yeah. is fifteen terrible comics. <laughs> so, like to give them a little something better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm a traditionalist. Give me that old stuff. <laughs> Here's those terrible comics. Here's all these bearded white men to tell you about how much they love eating ass. <laughs> In ass's defense, <laughs> it is wonderful to eat. So bu buckle up for the next two and a half hours and get some of that. Uh, well, super happy to have you, Corey. Like you're Likewise. you're you're two uh, you're two uh, trips back here. Have been uh, less traditional and with the band the first time, and then warm takes. Um, so it's always fun. That's what we're doing around here, trying to do different stuff. And Corey, exactly. And Corey Berenger is at the at the crest of that weird stuff wave. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so happy to have you, Corey. Um, speaking of someone that we haven't had in a while, we weren't speaking of that, but that's how I'm going to force this. Uh, transition. Cameron, hey there. Hi, Jesse. I'm back. <laughs> I mean, even as I was saying that, it wasn't strictly true because you'd been here for King's Talk stuff. You just hadn't mm -hmm. uh, hadn't been on this. Uh, uh, some would call it the flagship program. Um, yeah. I I wouldn't. I tell them to stop that. Uh, there's a lot better things going on here. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's been a while since we've been able to get you uh, here on uh, Thursdays because it's it's been a scheduling conflict, you know, what with the news. And yeah, yeah, my redacted employer. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, things have to happen when they have to happen yeah. uh, in terms of uh, the redacted employment. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, uh, but hey, made it work today. Happy to be here. Yeah. Um, set myself up to do a big character voice at some point oh, and question if I'm going to commit. Uh, we'll see what happens. Sure, that's <laughs> always that's always the uh, the roller coaster we set ourselves up for in this show. It's just <laughs> I wrote this with this in mind. When I get to it, am I going to commit to that thing? <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> well, we're super happy to have you back. Um, the, another connecting tissue in the, these two conversations was your partner, uh, Jack Brown, on King's Talk. He had a great character bit in Warm Takes this last week, oh, yeah. so it's just, yeah. Jack Brown came up with a delightful character executed <laughs> it well? I know. That's I don't fucking believe it. And he committed? <laughs> oh, yeah, and he committed super hard? <laughs> <laughs> even even continuing the character into the the bantery interaction between Corey and, and him? Yeah, staying in full character while while doing that, that the boy, riffing. Yeah, that so boy good. Jack Brown don't know when good to quit. <laughs> and we're happy. That's what I like. We're happy for that, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us again, Cameron. Um... Jordan, welcome, sir. Hi, Jesse Jones. <laughs> well, welcome, librarian Jordan Gannon. Hello. Uh, were, were you restocking shelves? Is that what took you so long? No. Just the I... Library of Congress, you know, cataloging system requires a diligent attention. I wouldn't, yeah. want, to, wouldn't want to interrupt that. 
No, we're happy to have you. We were that's that's why we have this padding. Um, you know, oh, good. For just good. Such... I'm, I'm glad. I yeah. I was uh I didn't realize the time, so uh my apologies to the uh in all respect to everybody who's here. You guys seem like you know each other, so uh <laughs> I'm going to say hi, introduce myself. <laughs> no, uh it's good to see you guys here. <laughs> what have you What's that? I said it's great to see you too, Jordan. Likewise, Corey. Wonderful. Wonderful, Jordan. I was wondering if uh, hadn't you had had you left before Corey got started on the comedy side of things? No. Was he still doing music? Oh no. Okay. I I've even booked Jordan on oh. one of the first shows that <laughs> yeah. I booked. Yeah, he did. Okay, so it's just it's just another deadpan Jordan character that I never know when we're slipping into. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jordan that's never met anybody on the show. God damn it. All right. Old <laughs> again. You've been Jordaned. <laughs> you got Jordaned. <laughs> Load up the Gannon cannon. You're about to get Jordaned. All right. <laughs> Bye, uh, well, as always, happy to have you here, Jordan. So good. One of our favorites. Uh, at least I know mine, and uh, you guys can fight amongst yourselves who your favorites are. Let's get into the program. And we start with segment one, because that's how numbers work. Don't get me started on zero. Uh, <laughs> segment one, it's reorganization. Having basic, everyday, interpersonal contact with the general public usually means you have to listen to other people. Often whether you want to or not. You start with simple run-of-the-mill pleasantries and suddenly you're swept into the gossip of the day or, or a rant about how life is going that you didn't actually need to be there to hear. But you get to be a nodding sounding board for someone who clearly just needed to say things to another human face. All the while, you run over and over in your head, AYT, MTB, or... And you're telling me this because... Uh, I'm sorry that the voice was not necessary, except it sort of was. It's kind of a shitty thing. Or <laughs> you're a good person who wants to help their friends, and this thought never crosses your mind. See, like I already had that pre-written. Uh, way to go, Perfect Saint. Good for you. You like people. Anyway, let's get quickly away from how I'm a bad friend, and you tell me who or what else, AYT, MTB, and you're telling me this because... Uh, could stand for or represent to you, Corey Berenger. Let's hear your AYT MTB. Okay. I gotta transform into character right now. Mm. <laughs> Good afternoon, compadre. Let me ask you something. See, I've been walking this here convention center for the better part of an hour, and I've seen a lot of things wild, extravagant things. Animals of all shapes and sizes, exotic and otherwise. <laughs> I've even seen a few of them fictional critters we call jackalopes. But sadly, in the immortal words of Bono, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. So I simply got to ask, any of you taxidermists make tiger butts? You know, tiger butts? Not the entire tiger per se. Seen plenty of those and they're mighty expensive. I am not a rich man, sir. And my wife is a woman of simple desires. She just wants the butt, 
and I aim to get a one. Maybe one with a little pizzazz. You know, some big sunglasses to make it look like it's got eyes. And a fancy top hat, looking like a real city boy tiger butt. <laughs> I cracked myself. <laughs> she ain't picky, though. A plain old tiger butt would get a fix, and she can decorate it as she sees fit. I sure hope you can make this old Romeo make his Juliet happy. And for that, I would be most thankful. <laughs> and, I mean, you can, you, you can all say what you will but um <laughs> the old southern lawyer voice was strictly necessary <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i needed to be a southern dandy yeah. for this to work <laughs> just, just, clearly at the detriment of my own commitment to the character though because uh a real city boy tiger butt <laughs> killed me that killed me. well if if you could get through saying in that voice a real city boy tiger butt without breaking then then more to you sir a real city boy tiger butt boy tiger butt just a fancy dan tiger butt what? i think we've got an episode title <laughs> this is the matlock i need i need this matlock episode <laughs> Do you have a you got a monocle and a studded cane for this tiger butt? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some spats on its tail. I don't know. <laughs> I'm blue skying it. Oh, so good. I always appreciate it when folk do voices. It's so much. Where fun. would the sunglasses go on the tiger? Butt? They would. They would rest. The brim would rest yeah. on the tail. Clearly, that's it's exactly. The, that's exactly the where they go. The butt. Yeah. yeah. The tail would be the nose. Yeah. yeah. Butt holds the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cheeks to the cheeks. Cheeks to the cheeks. Butt holds <laughs> the mouth is also a really good indie band name. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so is so is cool city tiger butt whatever city kid tiger butt yeah buttholes the mouth check him out at the press club uh all right <laughs> thank you Corey. hey cameron welcome back to the show let's hear your ayt mtb all right like Corey, i gotta get into character here <laughs> right out of the gate buddy Mario and Tony were thick as thieves, let me tell you. Best buds since middle school when they bonded over a mutual love for the New York Knicks, jumping over the turnstiles in the subway, and Marissa Tomei and my cousin Vinny. Maron! The two of them were in high school when their lifelong inside joke was born. It was Thanksgiving break 1997, and a commercial aired for Justice League of America, a live-action TV movie premiering the next month on CBS. Mario liked comic books sometimes, but Tony loved them. He excitedly pointed at the screen and yelped, Maybe there's Batman! Mario would never let Tony live down this moment of sincere enthusiasm. For months, anytime something good, bad, or in-between was mentioned, Mario would turn to Tony and say, Ayo, Tony, maybe there's Batman! <laughs> Nobody else was ever clued in on the joke. It was just for Mario and Tony. It became a mantra for the two as they dealt with life's ups and downs. When Mario got <laughs> Mario, when Man. Mario got kicked out of his adult softball league and joined Tony's bowling league, maybe this Batman. <laughs> when Tony dropped out of college and started working as a plumber with Mario, maybe this Batman. 
The pair were still best friends when Tony met the woman of his dreams, Angie. Mario was the best man, of course, and stood behind Tony as man and woman became husband and wife. Towards the end of the reception, Tony confessed to Mario that he was still a virgin. Mario grinned, hugged his best friend, and whispered in his ear, Hey, yo, Tony, maybe this Batman. <laughs> Life went on. Mario got married too, but got divorced in his 40s. The pair's children got along, and the entire crew went on many a vacation or camping trip together. As their hair grew gray and they lost more and more friends, Mario and Tony remained thankful that they had always had each other and always would. By the late 2040s, Mario and Tony were retired and spent most of their days together in virtual reality programs that recreated 1990s New York City, which had since been lost to flooding in 2037. In this simulated world, they were in high school again, but they only went to PE and lunch. They had courtside season tickets to the Knicks, and each of them were dating their own version of Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny. Maron! Mario and Tony were plugged in on a double date with the Marissas when the simulation was suddenly turned off. Disoriented, the pair saw that the Tony uh, Tony's garage door had been ripped off by an enraged, genetically modified megalodon shark with jacked arms and legs. These attacks were rare, but not unheard of. Mario and Tony's defensive neural weapon plant implants turned the slaughter into a fair fight. Lasers and targeted micro-rockets flew towards the shark, which roared as it was hurt. Tony blinked three times in rapid succession and thought of his PIN number, purchasing the deluxe version of the personal defense system. A drone swooped in from the sky above and riddled the shark with hundreds of rounds. The shark fell. Tony gasped for breath, still dizzy from the sudden end of virtual reality. He caught his breath and looked up to see Mario covered in the toxic blood of the Megalodon. <laughs> Don't come near me, Tone, said Mario. I'm a goner. You know what the news says about the blood in these fucked up fish. No use making Angelo a widow. <laughs> Tony sobbed as Mario blinked three times, thought his PIN number, and had a drone express deliver a cyanide tablet. It cost $750, and it took about three, three, 30 seconds to arrive. Tony grabbed two beers and tossed one to Mario. Both men were silently crying as they cracked them open. Mario opened the pill's packaging and stared at it before making eye contact with his best friend. You think there's a heaven, Tone? Mario asked. Tony shrugged. Well, if there is, who knows if I'll make it in anyway. Mario looked down at the pill one more time before looking back up at his best friend. Hey, yo, Tony, maybe there's Batman. Yeah. Yeah, if there is a heaven, there's probably a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's if that's your idea of heaven, man, it probably is. Wow. Oh man! All right. Ah, oh, what a story! What a just. <laughs> I'm emotionally like taking a place. I did not expect this tonight, and that was wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was good. Yeah. That happened. This the show will uh, will occasionally take you places you didn't know you needed to go. Wow! Uh, get you here and it gets you here. Yeah, get yeah. you in both mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. 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 The city, the, the city boy, and the and the dog butt. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, tiger butt. Come tiger on. butt. <laughs> <laughs> Just Batman riding off into the sunset on a tiger butt. All right, uh, <laughs> finish this picture, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't follow it. I'm just gonna skip my round. Uh, that's that's a good. One. That's a good. Oh, one. come on! <laughs> I'm sure you got something. Um, so let's well, uh, let's hear yeah. your, 
let's hear your distant third place. A Y T M T V. Consolation. Uh, yeah. You know, I, every time I write something too much for this, and then this time I didn't. So <laughs> that's all right. Whatever. I thought. Spread it out. It's fine. Are you? Uh, so you know when uh, when Peter Pan, played by Robin Williams, mm-hmm. was. So I thought you know maybe he. Uh, <laughs> you know sometimes he would uh, i think he and tinkerbell would do things together and then later in life you know he would uh he would feel things you know like in his in his uh you know i don't want to say things because peter pan he's always a boy so it's always a pedophilia joke in one way or another even though he was 35 at the time so or whatever but you know maybe he feels a little something in his perineum and he's like Oh, are you there, my Tinkerbell? And then, uh, you know, I just made that. Uh, okay, how about? All right, how about? Okay, no, that's that's all I got. <laughs> all right, all right. This this wasn't why Jordan was late. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Just a little Tinkerbell taint tickle, you know. Like you do. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. That's all right. It helped keep us on time. We gotta we gotta even it out. It's it's plenty fun. Uh segment two, boot like it. Oh, looking forward to this. Original ideas are overrated. Why beat your head against a wall waiting for inspiration to dribble down your forehead when you can just purposely misspell something? Or make a turtle brown instead of green, and you got your own original creation just waiting to be hawked from the trunk of your car. In Bootlegget, you're tasked with taking these three world renowned successful properties and giving us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. So, hopefully, uh, that was, uh, <clears throat> hopefully, that was clear enough. And that you all wrote one each for these. We're gonna go one, 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 two, two, two. You know how the segment two generally works. You guys get it. We've done almost two hundred and eighty of these. Um, uh oh. I'm like I'm thinking at it now. Like I think I just did one of these. <laughs> That's all right. right. We'll find out. That's all right. <laughs> so it was one, uh, one for each of these. If you didn't, then maybe you'll have something on the fly. Um, so let's start and see if Corey chose to do <laughs> a bootleg Veggie Tales. Yes, okay. I did do that one. Okay. <laughs> that's the one I did because I thought that was mine. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's fair. That's so fair. What we could do is after this, I'll if, if if I can go last for the next round, I can have theirs to come up with something, maybe. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. We're going we're gonna to reverse uh, serpentine so here's, all right. Here's my veggie tales. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, it's called Gord and the Gourds, Gord and the Gourds. Okay. Um, it's a Canadian VHS series from the late '90s, starring a Jonathan Taylor Thomas type um, as the impressionable impressionable young Gord. Gord. Uh, he learns life lessons with the help of his talking Gord friends. Um, there's uh, Squish the Squash. He's the fun one. Uh, Grumpkin. He's hard on the outside, uh, but a real softy inside. 
Uh, and of course, there's Butternut, the girl character. <laughs> they get into all kinds of hijinks together as the Gords relentlessly try to convert Gord to Christian science. <laughs> sure, sure. All right, now, you sequester yourself <laughs> and figure out just a little something. Go to your, they, go to your mind palace. Go these don't have to be palace. long. It's, it's a segment two. These are short form, in theory. They can be as long as you want, but they don't have to be very long. Just a, just a sentence or two. You got this. Uh, and I will try and make sure this is clearer in the prompts in the future. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cameron, let's hear your bootleg veggie tales. All right. Uh, they're called the Pita Pals. It's a bunch of Greek food that tells you incredibly morbid morality tales with heavy Greek Christian orthodoxy overtones. Characters include Perry the Pita Bread, Larry the Loose Lamb Meat, and Barry the Baklava. Also, the fact that they come to Ziki is mentioned in every episode. It's the Pita Pals. It's the Pita Pals. Did you... <laughs> so good. Did you say they come to Ziki? Yeah, and it's mentioned in every episode. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank As you. they Cameron. do that, a Pita Pit, you'll be the Pita Pit, and they're like, what kind of sauce do you want? And they, well, they don't. Why do, you, why do you think I came here? For any other sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Not here for your honey mustard. Give me the... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that's a thing that you put on pitas. I hope it isn't because then it makes more sense. I'm going to move on. Uh... <laughs> Jordan! Yeah. I'm going to proceed uh, under the assumption that you have a bootleg veggie tales to share with us. Yeah, this is uh, the AI generated uh, Amazon for sale, uh, $3.99. Uh, it's on Alibaba. <laughs> Complex carbohydrate incest fables. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. All right. And there's some lessons learned, probably. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to click on it. I don't want to order it. It's putting me on a list. And... Okay. So whatever the whatever the opposite of clickbait is, that's what we've got going on here. All right. So while while Corey, I was gonna I was gonna skip so that you can do both of them if you'd like. Nope. You don't. You don't need to skip. No. I got this shit on lock. Yeah. <laughs> Corey went into his mind palace and got it done. Just over there. Yeah. Over yeah. There. By mind palace, I mean my funnier wife helped me punch up ideas. I was. I was, I was gonna say. I was gonna say over there workshopping with Jacqueline. So you got two for one yes. here. It's, I'm, so. Which is usually the case when you book either of us. To be fair. That's entirely fine. I understand that going in, and I appreciate it. How, how else can you get a shared character like Titty Love and Tony? Uh, exactly. <laughs> unless you weren't both on the same wavelength. Okay, well then let's get to the second bootleg. Um, we've got like one straight-to-video series, and then I guess I went with food. Uh, I don't know. They used to be like three movies, three TV shows, but now we're all over the place because you can bootleg anything. Uh, in fact, let's hear, Corey, your bootleg uh, Ben and Jerry's. Yes, so this is uh, called Helen and Tabitha's Snow Cones. 
Uh, these are snow cones by confirmed lesbians. Uh, there's there's no doubting or or will they won't they they are they are and they have some snow cones. <laughs> I like I like that they are. <laughs> They and, are, and they have some snow cones about it. Sort of. It's the, it, these <laughs> these snow cones represent their choice. Um, yeah. And by I, when when I say choice, I do not mean choice. <laughs> I mean <laughs> confirmed lifestyle. This is who they are. Uh, I'm sorry. Just I'll buy us. I'll buy three snow cones. I'm sorry. I made it weird. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Corey. Uh, one more. One more workshop in real time coming up after the. <laughs> oh, they were gunning. Oh, we got wow. it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They they knocked wow. out two in in the time that you guys did that. So hmm. we're very talented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get let's get our way back to Corey then as quickly as possible. Uh, Cameron, <laughs> let's hear your bootleg Ben and Jerry's. Uh, it's Cameron's ice cream. <laughs> That's right. I, Cameron Schmidt, am getting into the ice cream business. I've been making my own ice cream for as long as I can remember. Uh, and I really think my product could take over the market. Uh, however, I will not sell it in occupied Palestinian territory. That's just a big deal for me. Um, honestly, I'm not going to sell it in places with anti-democratic dictatorships like China or Russia. Um, also, don't feel very comfortable selling ice cream here in the United States, given our human and civil rights record and, um, you know, current political climate. Um, and obviously all consumerism is unethical anyway. Um, so I quit. I quit. I'm not going to sell this ice cream. Uh, if anyone needs several hundred <laughs> ice cream makers, hit my line. <laughs> They'll be in the driveway until they're all gone because he couldn't possibly <laughs> sell them because then that would be feeding back into the beast. So, <laughs> thank you, Cameron. I'm sure your ice cream would have been delicious. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, let's hear your bootleg Ben and Jerry's. Well, Unilever Corporation is... <laughs> Can you hear that? Can you hear that? <laughs> He's giving you notes. Yeah. Unilever Corporation is still committed to doing business in Israel. They are the parent company of uh, Ben and Jerry's real anti-capitalist corp company. <laughs> so uh, they, uh, so Unilever has uh, workshopped and they, they've come up with a new, uh, new ice cream to sell in Israel. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Stein and Seinfeld's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I also went with Schwartz and Lewis. Also, Stiller and Stiller also works. Sure, sure. So, whatever. I I can honestly say, though I should have I should have understood. Um, didn't expect ice cream to be as political, but it's Ben and Jerry's. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I should have known that's the, that's the road we were going down. Well, let's finish up this litigious segment, <clears throat> potentially, but you can't prove anything, uh, with our last bootleg item. Uh, Corey, let's hear your bootleg, America's Got Talent. Okay, so admittedly, this is uh, very influenced by the, uh, the the usual gang of idiots at uh, Mad Magazine. Mm. So this is uh, 
America's Got Gas. <laughs> Gross. You got to see a doctor, America. <sighs> that only took like 30 seconds to write? <laughs> Unbelievable. If, you know, if we would have done it much longer, we would have lost the goal. That's true. You know? That's true. At a certain point, you just got to oh. stop drilling because you hit oil. Yeah. Yeah. Let it flow. It'll, it'll Let it flow, only, baby. It'll only get muddied if you keep walking down that road. Sure. Um, so, well done. Well done. America, you got to get that checked out. That is stanky. <laughs> that is stanky, America. All right. Uh, Cameron. Uh, we, <laughs> we've been all over the place from, uh, you know, global politics to fart jokes. That's... That's what you get in this sort of show. And we're not even, like, close to halfway done. Uh, <laughs> Cameron, let's hear your bootleg America's Got Talent. Um, you know, Jesse, we've established that America has talent at this point. Um, but shows like AGT, American Idol, The Voice, or So You Think You Can Dance, um, they fail to show how hard it is to become the best at something. Um, my show, America's Got Work Ethic, is going to change that. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a bunch of people who have always wanted to develop a skill but mm -hmm. never gotten around to it, and then our cameras are going to follow them as they fail for a long time to get good at that talent. Yeah, like they are going to. It's this is this is a long production. They're going to suck for a while, mm -hmm. and most of them are going to quit because we do not pay them. That's not what the show <laughs> is about. No. You have to hone your craft while working full time at the job you have now, <laughs> and if you don't have one, we get you one. And it's always at Subway. <laughs> yeah, this show is going to follow all 10,000 hours, motherfucker. We're going mm -hmm. <laughs> to we're going to get you there. This is a this is a pro this is a problematic documentary. <laughs> are they studying fine arts or are they studying um Just Oh, like, no, it's, you know, stand up. Lesser. Sketch. <laughs> it's about me. It's about just me. <laughs> just any skill. Any. I mean, they, they could be just learning how to how to be a great welder. I don't know. Just just a skill. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, Cameron uh, and Jordan. <clears throat> why not, for heaven's sake? Why not know. wrap this segment up with your bootleg America's Got Talent? Okay. Um, yeah, this one is uh, from about three years in the future. America's Got Talent mm -hmm. uh, will be replaced with um, various other shows, a similar thing, but, uh, you know, three to five, somewhere around there. This will, One of them, the show is called uh, Functionally Sovereign Virtual Entity Amazon... Uh, <laughs> Sector 004391 Reeducation Facility has permissible talents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You are allowed one of three <laughs> talents. <laughs> and one of them must be delivery truck driving. 
the permissible really got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Amazon. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jordan found uh, <laughs> found a track for for tonight's episode, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, to hearing all of the dystopian Amazon world that we've got yet to unfold for us tonight. Uh. <laughs> okay, let's move on to campaign trail. Oh boy, you gotta get your name out there. You gotta raise cash. You gotta let your constituents know what you're about and why you're the only one for the job. And so, in campaign trail, it's your job to stump all the stumps and whistle all the stops to try to convince us why your following candidate is the only choice for the following post positions platforms. Corey. <clears throat> oh, boy. Let's hear your campaign speech. You are a tube of chapstick running for mayor of a fanny pack. Salutations, fellow fanny Pakistanians. <laughs> We are gathered once again in this most prestigious of sacks to decide upon a new leader. I humbly nominate myself as I believe I am the most qualified, despite the vicious rumors and attacks on my character. My opponent, the hand sanitizer, would have you believe I am not only ineffective, but habit forming? I think not, sir. It is you who have proven to be habit forming in this most paranoid of times in which the world has gone mad with this COVID hysteria, overblown and highly politicized by my estimation. <laughs> this pandemic has no place in the community. A fanny pack is the accessory of a carefree individual, not a fear monger. If lips are cracked, I will soothe them. If you wear a mask, I will show you the goddamn door. <laughs> Remember, a vote for chapstick is a vote for liberty. Wow. <laughs> wow. That oh, you never you never expect that sort of aggression from a chapstick, but <laughs> but man, it has taken your shit long enough. You felt infringed upon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bootstraps. You got them for a reason. <laughs> Chapstick 2022. All right. This is a, a very good plot twist. I liked the aggressive Chapstick. That was good. <laughs> what? Didn't see it coming. That was, that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, Cameron, you... I don't know. I don't know. You are a no horseplay sign running for sheriff of the apartment complex pool area. Jesse, I don't know if you know, but you really tapped into something with my personal history. Um, so, thank you. Uh, all right, everyone, can we pay attention to the barbecue area for a second? I just need a second. All right, everybody. A uh, retired librarian who has taken it upon herself to enforce the pool rules at all times. Could you help me get everyone quiet? You're my rock, retired librarian. I love you. Single mom in her 20s posting boomerangs on Instagram. You look great. You do look great. I do need your attention for a second. All right. Keep an eye on your kid, too. Retail store manager trying to swim impressively near the single mom. Stop it. You don't look cool swimming like that. You're still just a guy in a pool. Act like a normal human. 
Um, but for now, pay attention to me for just one second. All right. Six community college students living in a two-bedroom unit. You are the main offenders of my rule, as well as the no drink- drinking rule, the no more one, no more than one guest per unit rule, the no nudity or sexual activity rule, and no swimming after sundown rule. I'm not counting on you to support my campaign, but if you could just keep it down while I do talk, that'd be great. <laughs> Older man who always joins when any group of people are using the hot tub. You don't break any of the rules technically, um, but you know what you're doing is weird. Um, other people can go to the hot tub without you, I promise. Um, thank you for paying attention, though. Uh, anyway, all the rule signs are running for sheriff, and I'd love to have your vote. Uh, there's too much horseplay in these pools. And by the way, horseplay is a funny word, which I think should matter. Does it mean playing like horses? I don't know if you've ever seen two or more horses, but they don't play. They mainly just stand around and eat grass and poop. Anyway, that's my time. Vote for no horseplay, please. Uh, and single mom, your kid just fell in the pool, but don't worry. Retired librarian just drove in full, uh, dove in wearing a full track suit to save it. Um, get out and vote, everybody. <laughs> oh, man, that is <clears throat> it's quite a... <laughs> <laughs> quite a scene that we painted here in this uh, apartment complex's pool. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I bet you can guess which one of those groups uh, I most belong to uh, during my time. I don't. I wouldn't want to. Uh, you know, each, each one is a cycle of part of life. You can be all of them. Yeah, <laughs> good point. That's, good that's, point. that's the thing. Uh, at one point in our lives. We will be all of those people at the pool. Thank you. I'm going to make a quiz to let you know which one you are now. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a nice, fun quiz. Uh, a little personality test. Uh, <laughs> which person are you at the apartment complex pool? Yeah. <laughs> Get to work on that. We can start skimming people's data, Cameron. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Back to the dystopia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Jordan, let's wrap up Campaign Trail. Let's hear your speech. You are a parachute guy proposing redistricting of shelf space in a ticken, ticket redemption cabinet. Right. <laughs> Ladies and gentle toys, squishy guys, bouncy balls doodads, fidget spinners, and estimable dinosaurs. Cars, packs of gum, and soda pop suckers. I know I am but a common parachute army guy. I speak with no pretense of grandeur or of grand ambition. Heck, I know my parachute is tangled before it's even deployed. Please clap. This is why I come here to praise all of you, and especially those who have gone before us, those we have lost. Just today, WNBA tradable card, tiny balloon that can't be inflated, and plastic clacker. They were of this shelf. As far as we know, their progenitors were of this shelf. As long as Cybercade Fun Zone has been here, their ancestors were of this land. Let us pray we can live up to their memory. Speaking of this land, 
Cybercade Fun Zone in the Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall managed by Mace Rich real estate investors is the most unique, the greatest fun zone, Cybercade, or fun station in the history of the world. This is why the gods favor us, which alight anew daily and exchange their cash or credit for a value fun card of virtual tokens, which they then use to play their sacred games in the sacred realm, which we may gaze upon, but rarely enter. <laughs> games of chance and skill, which they play in exchange for tickets, tickets which they then hand in to the exchange master, great counter assistant, who with prudence and exactness then determines by our worth whom to sacrifice. <laughs> this is justice. But the land we live in, loved of the gods, is no longer governed justly. You know this. Ticket exchange is the basis for a fair apportionment of shelf space. But not all are sacrificed equally. We cannot control their skill or their ability to hoard tickets or even to complain and get more tickets. But we can control how we apportion our own lot. You multicolored glasses or you Pez dispensers, do you feel your lot is justly placed at the lowest shelf where the most demanding and cruel of the young gods can pluck you? Is this what you desire? And you, Yo-Yo, you, is your placement by the Tootsie Rolls. And yes, you, Finger Dinosaur, is your placement by the, the suckers. Is it not unfair? That it's, does it not make for a, a target for the whims of their desire? For too long, we have been ruled by the inflatable baseball bats and large plush branded dolls. We have suffered under their tyranny for too long. There may be a Bart Simpson doll or an Angry Birds doll or a Five Nights at Freddy's doll, but they are all the same. They sit at the top for all to admire. And yet they are never exchanged. They never sacrifice their lives for the will of the gods. It is time for a new apportionment. I may be a plastic toy from the eight ticket basket, but I will not just represent the low ticket or the high ticket items. I will represent all of you. It is time to rearrange, reapportion and remake our cabinet for every noisemaker, candy and squishy stress ball to get a fair shake. I am Parachute Army Guy, and I am running for governor of the Cybercade Fun Zone Ticket Redemption Cabinet. God bless you all. God bless the Ticket Exchange. And God bless Cybercade Fun Zone Fashion Square Scottsdale. <laughs> no, there was no particular reason why I gave that one to Jordan. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh god oh so good so the good. imagery was so clear <laughs> and also the yeah they would think if they did live they would think that they are being sacrificed to gods <laughs> based on their worth <laughs> um, what else would they be able to assume <laughs> too long ago the spider rings were sacrificed <laughs> Never seen again. Oh, mm, so good. Well, thank you, Jordan. Thank you. That was 
That was Campaign Trail. Guys, we've still got two more. Is it too much show? No. No, actually, it's not. If I could have them write more, I would. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Segment four. It's Review It. Help your fellow shopping human the only way a good consumer can. Let them know about your experience with a thing to help them decide if it's right for them. In Review It, we ask you to compose reviews of specific things uh, as their review would appear on these specific outlets. Uh, yeah, that, that mostly works. Uh, Corey. <clears throat> Uh, welcome, welcome back to the program, Corey. Uh, <laughs> let's hear. Looking forward to this one. See, I serve things up for everyone. I am a just and and fair host, uh, Corey. Let's hear a uh, popular. <laughs> let's hear a popular mechanics review of pop punk. Okay. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Skyler. Welcome to the Popular Mechanics YouTube Review Channel. This is where we look at all kinds of stuff and review it from the perspective of me, Skyler, a very popular mechanic. If you're new here, be sure to like and subscribe and hit that notifications button at the... Oh, hold on. Sorry, I gotta take this. It's my bro, CJ. What's up, bro? Hell yeah, I'm gonna be at Ashley's party tonight. I just gotta fix this stupid car first. Peace. Sorry about that. It happens a lot. Anyway, this week we're talking about pop punk, a subgenre of punk with an emphasis on pop, which is short for popular, so it's already got my attention. Hold on. Sorry, I'm getting another call. What's up? Yeah, I told you I'm bringing it back. It'll only work if we all do it, though. So what kind of noise is it making? Sounds like your brakes, bro. Swing by the shop tomorrow. We'll get you mobbing in no time. <laughs> yeah, I just told CJ I'll be there. Gotta go. So anyway, most pop punk songs are about girls not liking the singer back. And I cannot relate to that. I've at least done hand stuff with every girl I dated. And they always said I was the best because I always washed the car <laughs> grease off my hands first. So for that reason... Pop Punk gets a two out of five dirty hands. Tune in next week when I talk about Dave Matthews Band. Spoiler, I like them a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's so popular. He's so He's in demand. really popular. <laughs> Can't get through one video without two calls? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean... Somebody that always gets to hand stuff is going to be that kind of popular. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. And that sort of dovetails a bit as that ended up being a YouTube video. Well, that goes right into Cameron's. Uh, we're looking for just YouTube comments on grandmas. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe this is my bad. Uh, That's all right. That's all right. I am... I wrote a review of YouTube comments. Of <laughs> <laughs> that uh, uh, I, I hate it when I hate it when it happens. Uh, <laughs> you wrote a better prompt than me. 
So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I really watched um, some video. I just typed in the word grandmas uh, and watched a few videos. I didn't really watch the videos, but I looked at the comments. Um, I could not recommend YouTube comments on grandmas enough. Um, if you think people on the internet are acting relatively normal on any given day, you can always basically count on YouTube comments to ruin that. Uh, that definitely extends to YouTube comments on grandmas. There's a healthy variety. Um, you will always see people um, being pretty morbid about how much they miss their grandma and always including how and when the grandma died, um, which is probably not called for. Um, and just not, you don't need to, you don't need to include that, but a lot of people do. <laughs> um, you'll see people saying, wow, she was probably so pretty when she was young. Um, which is just a wild backhanded compliment that we all pretend is a nice thing to say. Um, it is okay if grandma still feels like she is pretty. Uh, Fat Rocket 76, uh, which is a real YouTube username I saw. Uh, and then there is my personal favorite. Um, wow, this is crazy. My grandma is a hardcore Christian who threw away my Bloodhound game when I was in middle school. Because wow, same. Small world YouTube comments on grandma. Five stars. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's mostly the point. Uh, if ever you feel good about humanity, uh, just let let a YouTube comment thread uh, remind you that there is no hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron, for you know punching up my prompt. <laughs> 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 didn't need that didn't need that for the self-confidence uh <laughs> thank you and uh jordan let's wrap up reviews um you uh are giving us an amazon review for the human respiratory system uh amazon review human respiratory system july 11th 2014 Four and a half stars. I got this product about 30 years ago, give or take. <laughs> Gotta say, I didn't have a whole lot of expectations, but I've definitely gotten a lot of use out of it. Honestly, didn't think I would, but turns out I needed something for oxygenating my blood. Didn't even know it. This does the trick. Most of the time, in what I call automatic mode, uh, it doesn't come with a user manual, by the way. <laughs> it just works. The lungs bring in air and then cycle back to expel air nonstop. But get this, it has another mode where you can adjust settings to what I call manual mode to bring in more or less air. But it always goes back to automatic mode. Kind of handy, but I see how some could find that annoying. But honestly, you shouldn't because you're going to need it. Even if you forget, trust me, <laughs> highly recommend four and a half stars. Revised review, update, September 28th, 2016. Okay, so I reviewed this a couple years ago and I was very happy with the product, obviously. Uh, but I didn't get into, uh, but I'm gonna get into some negatives which people have warned me about. So here goes, water, I would say it's completely I wouldn't say it's completely useless underwater, but pretty much. Like, definitely there are limits. I tried taking it underwater, and 
basically you can expel air or hold air, but you cannot inhale underwater. I tried this and apparently I passed out, had to be resuscitated. Not sure if they're all like that, but was told I'd need gills to breathe underwater. I definitely don't think it's a deal breaker, but changes my review. Hence, three and a half stars. Update three, April 8th, 2017. Four stars. This will be my last update as I'm pretty happy with the product. Not going to return it. Not going to respond to all the hate. Just saying what works for me. I will respond to some of the questions and issues I've seen. For all you trees out there who've gotten a human respiratory system and cannot get them to work, you got the wrong product. You do not need to oxygenate blood. You don't have blood, so obviously it doesn't work. For those of you asking if it works with an adapter, I'm not the maker of this product. I don't know. Likewise, other mammals looking to use this product, I do not know. I'm not going to reach out to the manufacturer for you. I don't have their contact info either. <laughs> Sucks there are no returns, but I would still recommend this product. If you'd like to get, <laughs> I would recommend you get the product or model that works for the size of your body. Okay, that was, there we go. <laughs> there, was, there it is. Just making sure. Just making sure. No, I oh. <laughs> I mean, you read read the specs, trees. Fuck, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. of, course, of course there's hate. There's always hate. <laughs> but you're not going to respond to it, which is big of you. Yeah, it's good. Oh, God damn it. So good. Um, yeah. It, it, your mileage will vary. <sighs> All right, let's wrap it up. I don't want to. I know you don't either, but we have to. We got to get back to our lives that are nowhere near as good as most episodes of Stab. Segment five, it's location, location, location. The entrepreneurial spirit is a strong motivator. It'll sometimes convince you to do things that maybe you would be better reconsidering, like in the case of location, 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 starting a business in a location that might not be ideal for said location. But here we are. So go ahead and convince us why we should be patronizing your business any darn way. Corey Berenger. <laughs> this was, and I don't know if you can tell, the last thing I wrote. For the <laughs> this, <laughs> I don't Do you know. mean Corey specifically or no, the, just the this, general? Yeah, this one. <laughs> Corey, <laughs> Corey's location. I don't know. I just had something stuck in my head and I had to get it out. So uh, <laughs> you sell subscription food boxes to spiders <laughs> are you too busy to make three meals a day and are also a spider well congrats you creepy little monster because we got just a service for you with webbox we take all the hassle out of actually making a web and trapping prey every week we send you a big web with a bunch of flies and shit already on it you don't got to do nothing just stuck him up, you nasty bitch. <laughs> Making webs are hard. We get it. It took us a long time to learn, but we did it so you don't have to. Still kind of weird that you don't know how, but hey, we're only judging you a little bit. We offer all kinds of bugs. We got dead ones, wiggly ones if you want to pretend you know what you're doing, and all of them are guaranteed to hate what happens to them. You get to be the worst. 
So when you're ready to stop starving, give us a call at 1-800-WEBBOX. And yes, that is enough numbers if you have a spider phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, idiot. Spider phones only have six digits. All right. <laughs> we'll be idiots. <laughs> Never make a call on a spider phone, idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good so good um i was hoping that was where that was gonna go and it did uh, <laughs> and it's it's also always fun to specifically hear jacqueline's voice in <laughs> in a line i'm actually not sure if she wrote much oh. I, no she didn't do anything oh, on okay. that one but i think that just kind of goes to show the effect we have yeah. on each other <laughs> but yeah i don't think she wrote any of that one <laughs> nice i mean Oh, she, yeah, we were going to think of that joke at the same time anyway, though. <laughs> okay. He confirmed that I should say nasty bitch. Oh, yeah. I was going to write nasty bitch, and then when she said nasty bitch, I was like, well, that's definitely the word then. <laughs> well, that uh, that probably does line up with one of the stronger places where I heard Jacqueline, too. <laughs> nasty bitch. <laughs> All right. So, so good. I enjoy the partnership. <laughs> it's always so good. Uh, thank you, Corey. Um, where where can folk uh, enjoy more Corey Berenger out in the world? I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I, I do a bunch of shows at Stab. Uh, we're doing Warm Takes next month. I believe it's on like the 18th or no 28th. I believe it's 28th. Something, something like that. It's the fourth or, Saturday, I think. So yeah. Yeah, something I think it's like, like the 28th. Um, so yeah, that'll be coming up. Um, you could look up um, my band, The Kelps. We're doing stuff again, so you could find our music online and uh, working on some some new music and uh, eh, just general comedy. Oh yeah, tomorrow night um, uh, I'm gonna be doing some music at Luna's nice. um, with like a variety show, the telenovela variety show. Oh, awesome. Jacqueline Wine's also doing uh, stand up on that, so it's gonna be a fun show. Yeah. Um, yeah, come if you're fully vaxxed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, awesome. Good that uh, Luna's is getting going again. One of our yeah. our main homes. I think we did almost, and I have the numbers. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Uh, almost 100 full episodes at Luna's. So it's it was our main main home for sure. So we we love art. Uh, oh, so yeah. glad, glad they're going up uh, again with some <laughs> stuff inside. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a little place. So be fucking shot up, yo. Yeah. Well, they're actually there. It's mandatory. Like yeah. they're they're you proof of I, proof of vaccination oh, yeah, yeah. is required to be in there. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. So, Very cool. I am into that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's too small not to be. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. Thank you, Corey Cameron. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, of course. Always. I gotta, I'll gotta. i be bothering all of you soon. It's booking time again. Uh, Cameron, <laughs> let's hear your location, location, location. I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you you are a busking street magician in heaven. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jesse. I'm so sorry. Did you see musician? Did you see musician? I saw musician. Yeah, this I thought you musician. might have. This is a busking musician. Oh, my God. You okay. know, magic makes more sense in heaven because miracles. But you know what? Let's see what you did with it. <laughs> I, I've never done this. I've never messed up these prompts before. Not, <laughs> you got I've, one better I've, I've and you twice. got one worse. 
So what do we do? <laughs> to be fair, most most buskers are musicians. Yeah. That is, it's a reasonable <laughs> assumption he made. That is fair. I I thought that, that the, was a the bottom line is the bottom line is my attention deficit disorder needs to be medicated. Um, <laughs> I saw well, busking and I quit reading. That's fair. That's that's ninety five percent of it. I got it. But, so this, uh, this is a this is indeed a busking street musician in Manhattan. I, it'll probably still work. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, fellow deadheads. Just kidding, Jerry Garcia, but it's good to see you. Would love to jam later. Uh, my name's Cameron. I just recently died. Uh, I know heaven is a communal space where everybody gets to live their personal paradise. So I'm excited to see that some of you would define paradise in a way that still supports live music. Uh, we all know that in heaven, time and movement have no meaning. So if you're walking down this street, it means you want to be here, even if it's just for a quick second to feel like you're alive and still have the minor inconvenience of needing to move your body from one place to another. I know, I miss it too. And hey, currency obviously has no place in the afterlife, but if your version of heaven has you carrying a couple of bucks, feel free to drop as much as you can spare, which again is infinite, into the hat that my best friend is holding. He's the nonverbal bear that otherwise acts like a human. That's just the thing I always thought would be cool. If you've got any requests, make sure to let me know. I do know how to play every song ever written, and I could also just make one up. We're in heaven, y'all. Um, any form of communicating that works for me. I know many of us have given up talking since we died. Um, when I first got here, I turned my forehead into one of those electronic billboard crawls. It was pretty fun for a couple of months. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, if anyone ever did improv when they were alive or didn't, but now wants to, because like, what else are you going to do? I am both teaching a class and looking to form a team. We practice whenever and our shows are also whenever. Uh, super excited to find out what kind of person wants to go see live improv in heaven. Um, so it looks like we got a request, Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Uh, it's a little on the nose, but it is a jam. Let's get that going. Thanks for coming out, everyone. <laughs> you know what? That worked just as fine, if not better. If not better. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Not, not, <laughs> it, definitely came from, um, <laughs> it, it definitely came from a more personal place uh, than yeah. magic would have. <laughs> sure. Sure. That would have involved a lot of research. <laughs> you know what? Everything is open for interpretation. That's the beauty of this entire thing. This is jazz, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Cameron. Uh, wonderful, as always. So happy to have you back on the program. Uh, how can people, uh, you know, enjoy Cameron Schmidt outside of uh, the Stab Show? Uh, you can hit him up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I am... Uh, I am fully vaxxed and uh, ready to do stuff. Um, no, I uh, we are bringing back uh, my stab game show. Who the heck are you? Mm -hmm. um, uh, we haven't set a date for August, but we will uh, make our comeback in August. Um, uh, so if you are interested in uh, guessing game shows um, where um, people are pitted against each other in a bit of a more um, strategic way than some other game shows you might have seen, um it's fun yeah. um and then um other stuff i'm just you know uh i'm kind of just getting back into the swing of things comedy wise it's gonna go try some stand-up um pretty soon so um just check out my social media um cameron schmidt on twitter or instagram i will if i'm feeling all up to it i will i will plug my shows yeah there you go 
Uh, and yeah, uh, what season just ended two days, three days ago. So uh, going to be a little while until we get back to King's Talk, but that'll that'll hopefully. Yeah, we be we will we will see. You know, um, uh, we'll schedule it as we as we can and see fit. That's yeah. always been the deal. Well, thank you very much, Cameron. Again, wonderful to have you back. Wonderful to be had. Jordan Gannon. Um, we could generally skip this, but I'll still do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> where can people, you know, of the many, many varied ways that people can get in touch with or enjoy things that Jordan Gannon does, how, how might they? How might they? Well, I... I occasionally point post to my Instagram. Have you posted that on there? Don't. Please don't. But if you did, that's fine. Oh. That's fine. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. So uh, it's public now. So. You know, oh, is it? Is it now finally? Uh, because it was private, which did make it weird that I still posted it. Uh, <laughs> but is it now actually? It's like you could try. Yeah. <laughs> you can try. Yeah. No, it's more public because, oh. you know. Who cares? So whatever, but uh, you know, I, I post there once in a once in a great while. So I'm trying. I love to your drawings. It. You post your your illustrations, and they're yeah. fantastic. I always you. always enjoyed those. Great fan of yours, and likewise, and both of you. Very funny, and yeah, it's been so long since we've seen each other. So. No. good times. Yeah, good to be here. Happy to have uh, people together. Thank you. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, I don't have anything going on in terms of. Um, are there other shows? I don't know. This is the one show that exists, right? No, I'm just <laughs> as far kidding. as I know. Yeah. Well, it's it's good that at least you've opened that little piece of uh, of Jordan back up to the world, because yeah, I, I saw some fun stuff pop up there. It's nice to see you again. Uh, all right, Jordan. How about you wrap up this program? Um, I, I'm going to just sit back. Um, <clears throat> Jordan, you run, uh, building wealth workshops in a city where all of the people are made of gold and precious stones. Mm. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Hi, I'm Darren Kiyosaki, illegitimate stepson of Robert Kiyosaki author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Perhaps you've read my book, Poor Son, F.U. Dad. <laughs> I've spent a lifetime learning from my dad and seeking his approval. So I've sailed to this magical isle, the mythical city of El Dorado, discovered by me, not to plunder, but to teach you, the inhabitants, the secrets of building wealth. Sure, all of you in this beautiful city are made of gold. You're human-sized, and yet, you walk and breathe and joke and play and construct glorious monuments to the gods and live carefree lives free of toil. But did you know that each of you is a store of wealth of more than $50 million in current valuation? And what if I told you that you're missing out? on the greatest opportunity for wealth creation in the history of the world. If you would all awaken from your eternal slumber and begin measuring the value of yourselves via financialization, you will know greater happiness than resting in what appears to be the bosom of the gods. If you'll hear me out. 
I'll show you the secrets of wealth creation that'll have you wondering, is this legal? <laughs> right now, you are sitting on a store of wealth, but you are subject to the whims of a market that is moving beyond gold and beyond gems of precious gems. Sure, hard assets will continue to be the most important investment you can make. But if you're not growing your wealth, then it's shrinking. Yes, people of El Dorado, you, you, for instance, uh, maybe you're worth $85 million, but are you able to exchange it? Are you growing that? Are you investing? In this economy, you need to be investing. I'm going to show you in my free masterclass a new way to relate to yourself and to money. I'll show you the top five side hustles each of you could be doing right now to increase your income and improve your peace of mind. And here's a hint. It's not drop shipping and it's not FBI, Amazon FBA. <laughs> and God forbid, it's not day trading or crypto. I'll teach all of you the secrets for finding success in the toughest markets, for generating leads, and to, for knowing, for, for generating leads, uh, and uh, for knowing the most profitable marketing strategies, and for closing the deal. Trust me on this. You'll finally achieve your dreams. Get away from merely storing wealth to generating passive income. I'll work with each of you to achieve your personal financial goals. Look beyond limited hard assets. Your face may be encrusted with alexandrite, tanzanite, cashmere sapphire, amylite, and blue diamond. But are you aware that if you're not careful, these supposedly secure assets could become liabilities? I'll show you tried and true methods for turning tax liabilities into secure exempt investment categories, allowing you to keep your hard-earned gems away from a hostile tax regime. Don't wait. This offer won't last forever. Sign up for my free masterclass in the next 24 hours to secure your financial future today. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That was just like, that was a full infomercial. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm reevaluating yeah. uh, my financial side. What am I doing with my assets? We've got to be investing in this economy. All right. This economy, you have to invest. You have you to it. invest. It doesn't matter if your eyes are rubies. You still have to get that side hustle. All right, here we go. That, that was the Stab Show. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, everybody. And a very special thank you to our amazing panel, Corey Berenger, Cameron Schmidt, and Jordan Gannon. Now, if you enjoyed this episode of the Stab Show, well, odds are you're just going to gobble up the other 276 episodes available through the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. But... If you're more about living in the now, then you can catch all the new episodes as they happen every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Streaming live on Stab Comedy Theater TV on Twitch. And that's about all the time we have this week. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you that candy is delicious. You know, in case you'd forgotten. Good night. <laughs>